Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We felt that Roland was going to make the Hall of Fame. When he left you yesterday at 6 o'clock, we got a sense that he was going to make the Hall of Fame. So, you know, for me to go rehash Roland's numbers for the 9 millionth time uh, in the last five or six days might be a little, you know, over, 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 or overkill or over the top. So I'll lay low there. But the, the, the two things that I, I want to address here at the top, one is an intangible and one is a just a mathematical tangible. I'll do the mathematical tangible first. Because it was obvious when you saw all the writers uh, discuss this yesterday on MLB Network and other places that his gold glove defense, seven gold gloves, you know, at third base for Phillies, Reds and Cardinals, that his gold glove defense had a lot to do with him, say, getting elected into the Hall of Fame compared to a guy like Kent, who, for whatever the reason, uh, only got 46 percent of the vote, by the way, which is his last year of eligibility. For whatever the reason, his defense seems to bother all these um, uh, all these folks uh, who don't want to put him into the Hall of Fame because they look at him as a big-time second baseman. We'll get to that in a second. But let me go through the mathematics of being a gold glover at third base, and then let's compare it to, say, what Kent did. Think about it. How many balls a week, if you play six games, how many balls a week get hit to third base? In this case, I'll use that position because that's where he's from. How many balls a week get hit the third base that a guy of Roland's defensive acumen, and he was a great defensive third baseman, that he makes a play on that no other third baseman in the sport can? How many? Take a stab at it. And before you take a stab at it, also look at it from this standpoint. There are many a game during the, uh, you know, there are many a game during the course of a season where an infielder or an outfielder doesn't get a ball hit to him the whole game. He sits there for nine innings for three hours and doesn't, doesn't even get a pop-up. So if you look at it from that perspective, let's say they play six games again a week. How many balls do you think Roland, on average, per week, would make a play on and get an out on that no other third baseman in either league can? Take a step. Three? That would be one every other game. Do you think there is a ball that is hit towards third base that Roland in his long 17-year career made a play on every second game. That would be two. Every other game. He got a ball hit to him that was a defensive uh, parlance, a star-oriented play that nobody in the sport, no way. I'm going to give you three just to be nice. But if I say there were three balls that Roland made a play on and got outs on during a course of a regular season schedule of per week when they played, let's say, six games, even that's a lot. But I'll give you three because I don't think it's even two. But I'll, but I'll give you three to be to be uh, to give you a liberal feel of it. Right, how many at bats during the week does the regular player get? Plays six games. You want to say 38 bats? So in other words, then, we are going to evaluate Roland better than Ken on three balls, and that's being liberal. 
that he can make a play on in the course of a week and record an out with that no other third baseman can compared to the 30 at-bats a week that a regular third baseman can get. So to put it this way, there were three balls a week that Roland could make a play on at his position compared to Kent at second base and his. Now, if you think that is accurate, well, then you have to then ask yourself, are those three plays a week that Roland can, and I think that, again, way over the top, but if there are three, that he can make a play on and Kent at his position can't, would that make up for the idea that Kent lifetime is 290, Roland's 281, that Kent lifetime has hit 377 home runs that Roland hit 312, that Kent lifetime had 1,580-something RBIs and Roland had 12A9, that Kent lifetime had 2,455 hits and Roland had 2,077, that Kent lifetime had obviously more runs scored than Roland did. If you think that those three balls that he makes a play on compensates for the extra offense that Ken historically gave you at his his plate appearance compared to Roland, you're nuts. That's the first thing. The second thing is, and this is the intangible, uh, that I can't understand. Somebody explained to me when the writer's job was to basically create a new Hall of Fame mindset. I was floored last night, broadcasters included on my network, or I shouldn't say mine, on the MLB network, and writers who took bows on Twitter, you know who you are. I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to get into fights off the air. It's not worth my aggravation, but you get the idea. You know who you are. That it is that, you know, basically you want to take bows and pat yourself on the back because you figured out a way with Sabre metrics and the new defensive systems to get this guy into the Hall of Fame. And you somehow you leave Ken out with 46% of the vote when I just gave you the math of the defensive players compared to Ken's offense. So you're going to take bows. Look at us. This is a glorious day for baseball. No, it's not. It wasn't a glorious day for Jeff Kent. Why is it a glorious day for baseball? Because you guys all bounded together and somehow decided that a guy who's on his first year of eligibility had 10% of the vote, that five years later you got him into the Hall of Fame with a lousy ballot? There was no ballot this year. And somehow you're going to take bows? You want pats on the back? And you want to sit there and look at us? We understand the new baseball? Don't take it easy. Right? You're not that important. Take it easy. New baseball, as I've said for 40 years. Is it 40 years I've been on radio or TV? Since like 2000? Yeah, it is. 1983. 17. I'm working on 40 years. Four decades. All over the place. Every medium that you can think of. I've said this with a variety of partners, and I'll say it again. If you have to debate whether a guy is in the Hall of Fame, chances are he's not a Hall of Famer. It's as simple as that. If Roland was so great in 2018, why only get 10% of the vote? If Roland is an automatic, no doubt about it, boy, he's a Hall of Famer. Thank God, look at us. Let's take bows, his defense, his go gloves, quote unquote, his base running. 
Since he is such a no doubt, why did it? He got 10. It's the lowest percentage of any Hall of Famer on his first year of the ballot since 1936. Why is that date important? Because that's the first day that they inducted anybody in the Hall of Fame. You know what their names were? Cobb, Ruth, Wagner, Matheson, Johnson. Those are immortals. That's what the Hall of Fame's about. The Hall of Fame ain't about the very good. And if you're going to put Roland in, you better put Ken in. If you decided not to put Roland in, I can live with no Ken a little better. But you can't do one without the other. And stop at the bows. That's not what a reporter's job is to do. Look at us. We've changed the focus. We have shown, uh, you know, we have put in a guy in the Hall of Fame with historical significance. What is so historically significant about Sky? He's not Jackie Robinson. What is such historical significance on Scott Rowland? Understand that he was a big guy that happened to play third base. What is historically significant? I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. And I hate it. I didn't do this last night because I did the MLB Network last night at 10 of 7. I can't throw on it. And he was on a quarter of 7. So I can't do it last night. And even do it too much today on the TV. But I'll do it here. Because today, this is our audience. This is our group. I don't care what anybody thinks today. They don't like it? Tough. Scott Rowland's not coming on anyway. And I'm not looking to be bashful of, of Scott Rowland. But one more time. He might have three balls a week. Might. That no other third baseman can defend. Might. And even I, I, that's every other game. You think there every other, there's every other game, there's a play that he makes that makes you, you know, wow? I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. And one other thing about these writers who are all wrapped up on defensive metrics who don't watch the games. One other thing, to be fair. Is Dusty Baker a Hall of Fame manager? Yes. Did Dusty Baker, has he won over 2,000 games? Yes. Did Dusty Baker just go to back-to-back World Series and win a championship at 73 years of age as the manager of the Astros? Well, yes. Did Dusty Baker play in baseball? Was he a player for 14 years? Well, yes. Was Dusty Baker on deck with Henry Aaron? Yes. Okay. Was Dusty Baker Jeff Kent's manager as a giant and his only manager? Between 1997 and 2002. Well, come to think of it, yes. Was there ever a game? So Dusty knows baseball. Yes. Was there ever a game in the five years that Kent was a giant? Was there Because he got traded after the 96 season. And he left after 2002. Was there ever a game that this Hall of Fame manager, no doubt about it now, one of the all-timers, 2,000 wins, still managing at 73 years of age, has managed everybody. Was there ever a game where he told people, you know what, he's a butcher. Let's put him at first base today. Bonds needs a blow. Let's put him on left field. He won't hurt us as much at third base. Flip him over there. Let's put him in right. We're in the American League Park. Let's have him DH. Was there ever a game, and I watched every single one of them, in a five-year period where Dusty Baker benched Kent or moved him around to protect to hide his defense? The answer to that is no. 
Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.